you are. You are now currently showing as Dan on the. Um, uh, Me? No. Uh, Harry is, but let me see oh. if I can quickly change that for you. Boom, there we oh, go. Oh, no, it's all right, it's all right. No, mate, you're Harry again. Oh, Dale, oh, Dale. Oh, Dale. Oh, oh, that was unfair, that was unfair. That was unfair. <laughs> so mad, I love all of not even from London. No, no. You guys are from London, right? right? He's more he must... of a cockney geezer than you guys. He's from Manchester, right? He must be, because he's a United he's, Yeah, that's true, yeah. So, yeah, he must be. Hello, our kid, Bardell. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish Podcast. We've got a full house today with myself, Alfie. Well, with myself, you know me, Alfie. With Ollie. You. We've got H. And we've got Bards. Good. Oh, yo, yo. How's everybody doing this week? Busy, mate. Very busy. Yeah. Same here. Same here. That's why, uh, yeah, I have to apologise that we didn't get a podcast out on Tuesday or yesterday. Um, just a combination of being busy and Transport uh, for London trains. being terrible. for London just not working. My train was delayed <laughs> by 46 minutes yesterday getting home. Um, the others were all cancelled. Everything coming through East Croydon was an absolute nightmare. Um, That's got to be longer than the train journey itself, isn't it? That delay. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. Yeah, it only <laughs> takes like, That's if I get the long, off. if I get the quick train, it only takes like, well, between like East Croydon and London Bridge, like 15 minutes. If that, right. so um, <laughs> yeah, it was an absolute nightmare. I didn't finish work till about seven, half seven anyway. So it was just, yeah, a nightmare game. Was it like it kept getting pushed back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was um, an incident involving, I'm assuming someone, because they said about police and stuff. So I'm assuming someone jumped on the tracks or something. So it was all a bit of a madness. Um, Yeah, not nice. But let's talk about football, guys, because it was a bit, we've got a lot to talk about, get it through. It was a bit of a mad weekend of football last weekend. We'll go through a few reviews, the main ones, the ones that matter. And then we'll do a bit of previewing. But, um, Seeing as we have Bart here, we might as well start with the big one. <laughs> the the bounce back game, I suppose. Or Ollie's masterpiece, shall we say. Um, yeah. 3-0, <laughs> obviously, or... away win at Spurs. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a good game. Like, it was a good result. They needed the result. They needed the clean sheet. Um, you know, had this been... You know, had this been Tuesday's pod, I would have said wait till tonight's result, or you know, wait till uh, we find out what happens yeah. in the Atlanta game because that's that's sort of the one that's important. And you know, putting that aside, let's look at the two results. I think it's fantastic, and I I, th- I would have taken a draw against Atlanta and at least a win against um, Spurs. Um, yeah, I mean, he's come in for some criticism. He's been under pressure. I think it was obvious in in that game, the Spurs game, that the players were playing for him. I thought the system worked well. Um, we needed to... There's a lot of criticism about going to the back five and people calling it a back seven. But at the end of the day, he shipped five goals. Like, I'd, I would have said doing that was more of a message to the, the centre defenders to be like, if you can't sort it out, then I'm going to have to play five at the back you know so I think that was more of a message to like the team to take sort it out um, and yeah I mean we look good Cavani was brilliant I'm really I'm really glad I finally got to see Ronaldo and Cavani together um, that was something that I've been like calling out for um, yeah. and when <clears throat> when we played Atalanta and we saw them two again and we had to change because Varane got injured I thought we would do a four 
442. I don't really think it felt like that because we put Greenwood on and didn't have Sancho on, which, you know, so I feel like it was more of a 433 um, at that point. But I would have liked to have seen a 442, just have Sancho as a right winger, traditional, ripping the balls in if you can. Um, but yeah, I, I can't I can't complain. It was a great result. We needed the result. Yeah, I think Oli might be a bit scared to play a 442. He's already come under scrutiny with his tactics. If he then goes to a classic four-four-two, people will be like, "Oh, he's," you know what I mean? They'll spin that in a way. I, mean, I just, yeah, I just would have liked to have seen it at Atalanta. Yeah. So I'm not saying yeah, that against enough. City, absolutely not. But yeah, um, yeah, no, I think it'll be interesting. I, do you know what? Like when we were losing to Atalanta, I was like, I'm actually so sick of football I was like I can't I can't deal with it I was like I can't deal with these emotions man but you yeah, know what like but then as soon as, as soon as the goal goes in you know you love it but yeah. of course yeah and what a goal it was uh, well two back to back to back games with Ronaldo scoring absolutely incredible goals yeah um, but that, that first the first one was just mate what a strike it was yeah that, that's first goal so that well. and then he did the so assist. well set up Cavani yeah, yeah yeah there we go yeah, exactly he did yeah unbelievable um yeah, I don't know. Obviously, Oli masterclass in this being for the Spurs game. Get Nuno sacked and uh, get your number one replacement rumour in the Spurs job. It's a yeah. wonderful, wonderful piece of mastery there from uh, Definitely from a bit of 4D chess Definitely going on, isn't it? Yeah. Oli, exactly, man. Exactly. We're all playing checkers and he's just playing chess out here. We've just but, had a um, uh, message come through from the rap kid saying, how's everyone doing? Good, good mate. mate. Thank good. you for joining us again. Thank you, thank you. But uh, yeah, talking about, I suppose we should talk about a bit about Spurs. Um, obviously, I guess we should just get the, the elephant out the, in the in the room out the way. Antonio Conte is their new manager. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone really expected this. Um, yeah, uh, thoughts, guys? Anyone want to take the lead on this? I'm a bit. Well, I think Daniel Levy must have just been like, okay, here's a blank check. Right, whatever you want on there, because obviously it wasn't enough to bring him in during the summer, so they ended up with Nuno. Um, but now it must just be desperate times, call for desperate measures, really. Um, just, I wonder yeah, if that is throwing the, money at him. It was. Because obviously he was, he did turn down the job in the summer. So I wonder if it is just the paycheck or if they did sort of just... I'm not sure if it was his personal it. paycheck, but um, probably the money that he would have... Um, got from the club to spend uh, during well, the summer and said, stuff like that. Well, I saw that he said he wants 270 million at least to spend. Um, Even with financial fair play, so, you, don't, you can't you can't spend that much. <laughs> no, and Tottenham's so much to bring it in. Yeah. yeah. Well, Harry Kane's also been rumoured to now not be looking at a move away. But I think Conte, obviously bringing in Conte, has, uh, has sort of changed his mind, which is interesting, I suppose. Does anyone believe him or? Not really. He wants to leave. Um, the, the I don't know. It's a, big, go. it's a big statement bringing in Conte. It is but a big if, statement, yeah. But if you're Daniel Levy, you bring Conte in, you have to know that his expectation will be you have to give him money. Yeah. No, it's the um, only way. The only way he took that job. If you want Conte to, yeah. to operate well, then you have to you have to be prepared to do that. They're going to have that guy staying may be good for game if that was if that does happen. Yeah, true. It'd be interesting to see because obviously, you know, there was a striker at um, Conte's previous job that was pretty out of form before he uh, got in, before he started working under Conte. Obviously, Lukaku went for the big move to Chelsea. 
So it could be quite interesting to see how he revives um, revives Harry Kane's season, I suppose. Um, Son will be pretty interesting to see how he plays on um, under Conte as well. But uh, I don't know, it just feels like a weird fit. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, that's how I kind of is, felt so. about Poch, to be honest, when Poch first joined uh, Tottenham. I kind mm. of felt that he was a bit of a, a, a weird fit, but um, he did all right there. Didn't do too badly. So, um, yeah. Absolutely. The biggest but, problem uh, he's got is sorting out that defence because it's like. True. Well, it's leaky. They've got Dyer at the back. Harry Kane, yeah, I think that's that's you know something to fix. But again, if he is going to go, I imagine the majority of that 170 or 270 pity is from Harry Kane's transfer. But then, who want? I don't think anyone really wants to buy a Harry Kane now at his age, or especially for the 150 million pound fee. Which, if you're Daniel Levy, you would have said, "Yeah, we'll give you this much because we're going to sell Harry Kane for X amount," which yeah. again is meaningless because we've seen Daniel Levy doesn't stick to his words. I think it's uh, it could all end in tears again, but the Tottenham the only, will take Conte. The only team I could see realistically going after Kane is PSG, with especially with Poch. Yeah, and they've always had that question about whether they don't have, they don't really have an out and out number number nine, do they? So no, that's true. Um, do mean... you think um, City have lost interest in Kane now then? Uh, I don't know no, because they need him. Well, a big factor of what's different between this year and last year is Haaland in it, and his uh, and his sort of situation. So I think he'll be, I think, and rightfully so, he'll be number one on the list of people that want strikers. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It'd be interesting. I could maybe, well, maybe Newcastle, maybe Newcastle yeah, want to give him a bag, and uh, Harry Kane goes to Newcastle. <laughs> Who knows? I play under Eddie Howe. That'd be great. Um. I mean, yeah, no. In the whole management career, the only uh, time Guardiola's ever worked with a proper striker was Lewandowski. Other than that, he's kind of yeah. had people playing the role of striker. He's preferred to have yeah. people like that rather. He had Aguero for a, for yeah. a while. And Aguero yeah, well for a while. But then, even when Aguero's fit at some point, like last season, seemed before he just yeah. chose to play people who weren't strikers. Like Sterling played a lot of striker. Yeah. Um, he said he didn't have a striker and then started playing Jesus on the wing. Yeah. Um, Jesus, who actually turns out he is a winger, not a striker. Yeah. Um, he's a much better winger than a striker. But I must admit... Well, he, got, I, he got to Barcelona and kicked out Esso and Ibrahimovic. And that's true. Had, had David Villa playing up top, who obviously great striker, but wasn't like... Yeah. Well, he did boot them always out. played up front. He played a lot of wing in his time as well. Yeah. He booted them out then won the Champions League. So I guess it's probably not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Um, and Zatan has a track record of leaving teams and then that team immediately does very well. Um, which is, yeah, another conversation for another day. But um, if you're Deli Ali right now, how scared are you? <laughs> About Conte. Well, you uh, know, I, I mean, Deli Ali could... You know, I, I genuinely think Deli Ali could reinvigorate his career, but then he is also getting to the point where, you know, he can't return from it. If, the, if this manager yeah. doesn't fancy him, then... You really have to question a what to what value is he to Tottenham? How much would he even go for? Um, and also, what is what his sort of um, ambitions are? Because um, he's he was unplayable at times, absolutely yeah. unplayable. It was him, Kane, him and Kane, you know. And then it was now it's him and Son, and Son. or Kane and yeah. Son. So 
don't know. It would be it would take a lot, I think, now for Deli Ali to reach those heights. But if Conte can get it out of Deli Ali, which I think there is a possibility that he could, then you know, I think the best again. Deli Ali needs to do what Jesse Lingard's done: Just go out on loan somewhere for the season, get get your confidence back up again, score a couple of goals. Get uh, yeah, get build build up your confidence and just come back and reclaim your spot in the in the, in the Tottenham team. Um, obviously, Lingard's not a hundred percent done that, but he's playing a lot more than he was, and he's playing better than he was. So um, it's clearly a, a, a better move for him. Um, Lingard, not, I think he just needs to go. Um, yeah. Lingard, could, yeah, Lingard could still go to West Ham in January. To be fair, hopefully mm. he does. That'd be quite good. That'd be good for them as well. Good for both parties, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, where was I? I can't remember. Uh, Deli Alli yeah, has no. actually broken up with uh, Pep Guardiola's daughter now as well. They were dating. Oh, I didn't know if anyone knew that. but I, I didn't, well, know, yeah. that. I didn't yeah. know that. They were dating. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, that explains why Spurs beat them on the opening day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I think this all just won't. Nothing. They're not going to win a Premier League title. Nothing great will come from this, I don't think, honestly. It's Spurs at the end of the day. And I, I don't think that they're going to give. Conte the money that he so desperately wants um, could get quite ugly again. Could just be another Mourinho situation. Bringing yeah. a big name doesn't quite work, and then only so much a big name can do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then at, at some point it is just a a club problem, not a team problem. Um, you, you'd have to look higher up at that, at that kind of thing. But but yeah, the next game's against Everton. I'm sure they'll get. I'm sure they'll beat Everton, who are in horrific form at the moment. Um, but yeah, should be quite interesting. I know that Conte's visa has arrived, so he will be able to take the team for the game. And yeah. uh, Ryan Mason is the first team head coach, or some, or coach, first team assistant coach, whatever it is, um, to Conte, yeah. which is quite interesting. I, I can't imagine that was his decision. No. That must have been no, a... I think uh, that must have been a, some sort of clause somewhere down the line. Yeah, which is not an amazing thing. You probably don't really want to start that off by saying, "Oh yeah, you have to have Ryan Mason as your." Uh, well, it might be a, a temporary Mason, thing because yeah, Ryan Mason obviously knows a lot more about the club than uh, Conte does. It might just be sort of a um, going through the sort of the, the teething issues and stuff like that. That the small little uh, issues that there may be at the beginning, he can provide advice through his experience um, at Tottenham to, to Conte. Which I quickly think Conte will probably either ignore or um, get rid of him anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, be interesting to see what happens. Hopefully, they can do another uh, Amazon documentary on Spurs again. Oh god! But, um, but yeah, to the biggest. We'll move on to the biggest game of the weekend, the best game of the weekend. Palace nah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Palace beating Man City 2-0 at the Etihad, thanks to goals from Wilfred Zaha and Conor Gallagher. That, that that boy just keeps getting better and better every game. Um, yeah. What can I say? Just an amazing all-round game. Um, played very well, got the goal early due to the high press. Um, caught, made, the, made them uh, make a mistake. Um, and then, you know, we defended in a way that Roy Hodgson would be proud of. Um was quite resilient obviously we um we did concede a goal in this uh in the second half but it was ultimately offside so fair play it was definitely offside so fair enough um and then yeah 
we uh, we didn't do what we did against Arsenal and Brighton and sat back and, and sort of sat on our laurels. We did bring on, I can't remember what time he came on. Let me have a look. Um, but he brought on Elise toward, very close towards the end of the game, um, which was quite surprising. But then obviously he worked well to get the second goal. And yeah, um, obviously a bit. Well, a big talking point was the Laporte red card. How does everyone feel on the that red card? Stupid fucking thing, man. It's stupid is yeah. in like it's such a stupid mistake to make. Not as in it shouldn't have been a red because I, I it should have been. Yeah, it was definitely a red. But if, again, this comes back to the inconsistency because the same thing yeah, happened, happened in two in other games mind. this this weekend. One of them being the Arsenal game. And um, yeah, it's just the, the lack of consistency. It's just frustrating with it. It was yeah, it was definitely a red card. It was, but it was a ridiculous situation. It was a stupid sort of tackle. What do you expect was going to happen? Like yeah, I do kind of think maybe they should take into account where because by the letter of the law, it is a red card and it mm. should be fair enough. But I do maybe think they should have a look at it and maybe change where it is on the pitch because Zaha was through on goal. But there was a wing back coming to cover who could very possibly have, you know, made a tackle or something like that. But it is a clear chance through on goal. Yeah. So well, I think the tackle was bad enough that it could have just warranted a red card. Regardless. Yeah. I mean, he did literally just tackle him to the floor. Yeah. Like there yeah. was no, he wasn't trying to play the ball at all or whatever. Um, He's probably thinking, sweet, I'll take a yellow for this, and then I would have stopped a, a goal. I'll, I'll take that, but no, not quite. Say something that I wasn't. I'm surprised. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't seen much of it. But City lost their heads, like really badly after that red card, and then obviously you saw the thing with Bernardo Silva, Edison, and all that um, yeah, getting booked. Yeah. Uh, we're obviously dealing with Zaha and Jesus. You know, Bernardo Silva giving him a kick and all that kind of thing. It's uh, yeah, not really seen it. It was a very PSG esque throwing all your uh, toys out the pram and everything because it's not going your way. Yeah, it um, did seem that way. I think when you're a team that's used to winning quite comfortably and you have a decision that you feel like isn't just and then you end up losing the game, I think it's just one frustration after another. Um, and yeah, like you said, they just sort of look like they're throwing their toys out the pram, really. And it's that sort of thing is hard to deal with as a, as a big club that isn't used to, to losing no but it was a obviously I'm very happy it was a great result yeah. um, I think Zaha's goal at the beginning was a little bit lucky because he didn't he missed it, it yeah, yeah he, he did not it. hit it properly but yeah, oh, yeah. who yeah. cares at the end of the day he did what he needed yeah, to do goal. Um, yeah. Gallagher and, and them lots he scored an, a wicked goal for the second uh, Michael Elise man I uh, I know on like with it, people within Palace have been saying have been saying this quite a lot, and they do think that he is like considering his age and everything. They've put him in a higher bracket than Zaha and uh, Eze at that point, and do believe that he can become a very, very like top quality player. Obviously, age hey, you know a lot about him. Um, he's taken to this league, well, like a duck to water basically. Um, yeah, it's actually been quicker adjustment than I thought it was going to. Yeah. Um, his technique is up is phenomenal it's like uh yeah and his, his ability to to deliver passes and and even see, like the way he see the game body, just like um, shimmying and stuff like yeah. that it's, it's it's unreal man i thought he'd have to adjust a bit to the physicality but it seems like it's well i think he's got the right he's got the right teammates there that mm. he doesn't have to necessarily i also think Vieira's is deploying him correctly he's not start you know at the moment he's not starting him flat out every game he's bringing him on at plus 60 minutes that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, having him so give 
you know, to get used to the game. And it's working. We I saw like, it happen. Like it's happened in a lot of games now. I think he's only played like 140-something minutes and he's got three goals and assists um, altogether. So, you know, he is making an impact. I, I would like to see him start this weekend coming up um, against Wolves because, um, yeah, we should definitely be looking to be more attacking in that game. Um, but, yeah, it's City, City um, when Gallagher scored his goal... They've. I don't. I think at that point they must have just been like, "Fuck it, I can't be arsed anymore." Because they allowed Palace so much time to set themselves up in the box, play the right pass, get everyone into position, and no one closed like any any of the Palace players down. And you guys quite rightly just capitalised on that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we, we we got a great result. And I, I just want to pose a question to you guys real quick before we move on to the next game. So I'm looking at our next fixtures, right? Our next four fixtures. We've got Wolves at home, Burnley away, Villa at home, and then Leeds away before we then go on to play Man United away. That is very possible 12 points, I think, for us there. Could win all five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could, yeah. You never, like, it's a very possible. Like, if you look, yeah, like, we no, got, right, yeah. Yeah, Burnley, yeah, Leeds, and Villa all below us. The only one that's above us is Wolves at the moment. And that, that could be very, that could be a close one. But yeah, I mean. Well, the sounds of that, I think Wolves is the trickiest one you've got, and Leeds are probably, if anything, going to play into your, yeah, into your hands just from the start of play. You know, mm -hmm. fair play to Leeds, they're shit, and they know it. But they continue. Villa to have been like underwhelming. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it depends which Villa turns up because Villa, some games this season have been sort of done quite well, and in other games they just look like a very different team. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, it depends on which Villa turns up on the day, really. Um, I'm hoping it's the Villa of current form because they've, yeah. the they've lost the last four in a row. So I'm hoping it's this current Villa that we see. Yeah. The thing is, by the time you play Villa, they could have sacked Dean Smith. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, That's true. I'm not sure if they will. Not... I think it'd be no, crazy. No, I, don't, I don't think they will, but, you know, let's say they lose the next their next game. That's five in a row. And then, you know, serious. Yeah. It's true. No, how, many managers, trouble, Rick, how many managers? How many managers lost more than five in a row losses in the Premier League? It's very true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm happy with the weekend. I think uh, we're pretty much all happy here. H, I don't know how. How did your boys get on? No, a oh, okay. just a shake of the head. Did you expect we'll Vieira yeah. to do? Uh, you expect Vieira to do this well war embedded style? You know, this quickly because I think um, that's taken everyone by shock. Is is how quickly Vieira's been able to transition his style of play into that no, team. I'll, I, yeah, I'll be honest, no. I, I think I said on this podcast that I, I wasn't going to judge him before we see anything and I was open to him his appointment. And I, and I did say because of our start, I thought that if he's not in, if he's out of the relegation zones by Christmas, I'll be happy because of the hard start that we had and obviously the team, you know, all the noon players in the team, an, an unproven manager. But, I mean, this has just exceeded all expectations. I mean, people were having us to be relegated, having Vieira out by Christmas, and he's just been nominated for Manager of the Month. So, like, you know, we're unbeaten in our last five. Obviously, four of them, albeit draws, but, you know, we're unbeaten in our last five. And, I mean, I, I, I'm very happy. I'm, um, yeah, I couldn't be happier right now. And if, if we can, you know, if we can keep up the, the, the way we're moving at the moment, I don't think anyone expected Vieira to be able to implement a style like this. Uh, with us so quickly. I don't even think anyone thought Vieira had a style. Um, but yeah. yeah. Very true. I mean, if we keep going like this, there's no reason why we can't push, Not, I mean, at, at best, push on the door of the top 10. I don't think it'll necessarily happen, but I think if things, you know, if things continue well and we and form goes well, I don't see why we can't push for that. Yeah, uh, definitely. I think, obviously, it was 
massive win for you guys uh, against City, but it's, it's those games where the couple of games beforehand where you should have won, those are the ones that are maybe going to sort of hurt you down the line. Like, um, now we've got enough time to to make up. Do you know what I mean? Like they won't affect us too badly if we we if we yeah, move yeah, on yeah. From that already. But if it is if it creeps up again, then yeah, for sure I will still be worried mm. um, about not hitting that top ten. But yeah, I mean uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy. Um, did you guys want to say anything more about that game or anything before we move on? Um, City fuck my fantasy again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ollie, yeah, you're on a bit of an Aston Villa. Um, oh, God, right honestly, now. it's just pathetic at the moment. I don't yeah. know what's going on with City. Me and H are getting nosebleeds for being up that high up the table, you know. Do you want to trade... I think a slide about to happen for me as well. <laughs> Do you want to trade Alison for Edison? No, I'm fine, thank you. But Damn to be honest, Alison's not been doing that great for me in the last... Well, this days. is the thing. I thought if anyone's going to potentially swap like a keeper or dead i thought oh, maybe edison for allison they're not they're pretty much on a level at the moment it just means that all my games don't just rely on city keeping clean cheese yeah but uh, uh, yeah well i'll think about it i'll think about it but uh i guess ollie you've been a happy happy lad this past week right i have actually I have. yeah we uh indeed. we can finally talk about arsenal potentially being like seriously Oh, I mean, like, just fine. Like, we don't need to necessarily worry about Arsenal. Maybe there is a plan. Maybe there is a pro. <laughs> don't you worry, mate. We have plenty okay. of time for this. Okay. <laughs> plenty of time for this. Sick. I'm just trying to be, like, you know, a shining light for Arsenal. I've learned, I've learned, as an Arsenal fan, never get your hopes up. Because yeah, it will enough, shoot you down so hard. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. it was a good win. You beat Leicester at, at you know, away. I forgot what Leicester Stadium was called there for a second. Harry? Um... Power. Power, thank you, mate. Um, <laughs> I can say the Foxes yeah. Stadium. Then. <laughs> the, yeah, you won at the King Power. Yeah. You, you won emphatically, albeit like you know the Gabriel goal was fantastic. Um, lovely bit of uh, set uh, piece work. Um, the Leicester goal, uh, the Smith Rowe goal was a good like good bit of cap uh, capitalising on a bit of shoddy defending, a bit of lacklustre play from Leicester, and you know you can't ask for more than that. He did what he did, but the the real man of the match, mate. Was uh, the man between the stick? Oh. Aaron, Aaron Ramsey um, made a, n a number of, of very good saves to keep to keep Leicester out. Um, yeah, only thing is, I do kind of think the the free kick saves a little bit overrated from what people are going on about Twitter. Um, because if he doesn't save know. it, you're like, how the fuck did he not save that? Come on, he's got to be saving that because it wasn't like top bins or anything. Like no, but it was. I think it was far enough that. It like it it was a good save, and I think. Oh yeah, it's a good save. It's a I good save. But I'm not now, like a worldy save or anything like that. Yeah, like, I think it sort of reminds me of Pickford, where he sort of goes that. Yeah, he, he goes that yeah. little bit sort of further to make it look a bit better. I'm not saying that Ramsdale did that, but it, it does have that sort of that hint about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was a great game from him. His distribution throughout the majority of the game was phenomenal just pinging balls like like straight across the floor as well just pinging balls halfway up the pitch cutting up Leicester's midfield really um, I do think that the only thing that I'm still struggling to get on board with is his the fact that he plays with the ball so much and he gets a lot of time on the ball, like Ramsdale, and he obviously tries to like dummy defenders and stuff like that. And it will come back to bites on the arse. It will do a hundred percent. Like I don't have that confidence that he's just going to be able to do whatever he wants in the, in the back. As soon as the ball's uh, the ball's passed back to him, he can just 
try and yeah, dummy a defender and uh, sorry, dummy an attacker and uh, like whack the ball up there. I think it will come back and bite us in the ass, definitely. Um, but hopefully, this is all part of his this master plan to just build his confidence really and get get better with it. But um, they're very impressed with him so far. Um, yeah, there's been obviously a lot of talk about Leno as well. Um, he's only got about 18 months left on his contract, and there's a lot of talk about whether he's just gonna. Sit, like basically, be like, see ya. <laughs> like, there's no point. He, there's been a lot of talk about him uh, being sort of shafted as well and being uh, done by this Ramsdale move because he was under no impression that he was like Ramsdale was going to be challenging him, him for a first sort of place spot. But he unfortunately, he has. But yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Leno should, definitely should have played better. But um, there was a he was caught on camera during the Leicester game the other day. Um, and look bloody upset. Um, <laughs> he looks so upset and sort of disheartened. But this is where, obviously, when he played again um, midweek against uh, Leeds last week, uh, obviously played really well, kept a clean sheet. Um, he's just got to capitalise on the opportunities that he does um, sort of have when he is going to get a chance to play uh, and in training and stuff. But I do kind of feel sorry for him, but it's showing that hopefully he isn't going to give up on the club and that the fact that he's shown that emotion is good it shows that he cares it's not to be like okay fuck it whatever I'll just, I'll just leave I don't care um, but yeah obviously I've said this in a, a previous podcast before but obviously there was a lot of criticism especially from me as well um, about Ramsdale but he's just proven me wrong at the moment so um, yeah yeah. that's the thing is everyone like, ev- like I've seen people but saying oh like you know in the face it was like but yeah but still everyone was saying that the Ramsdale mm. signing at the time was overpaid like yeah 100%. it was an overpay it I still think it time. is yeah yeah so you know fair fair play he's proven people wrong but it doesn't mean that people's initial uh, thoughts of it were stupid or anything like that it was an overpay if you look mm. at his history it's been back to back relegations with different teams it's yeah. awful that's absolutely he's awful. He's very young. He's 23 yeah. at the end of the day. Um, he's not exactly got a, a wealth of experience. And you know, keepers can play a lot longer than outfield players can. Um, they, they tend to a lot of the time. So, um, yeah, I think he's, he's doing well um, at the moment. Can't really ask for anything more from him. So, I'm happy with his performance. Um, it was Saka's 100th game for Arsenal as well. And it seems mad that he's already played 100 games. And he's 20 or... Yeah, yeah, twenty now. Yeah, yeah, um, that's pretty. Cool. But um, one last thing I did wanted to say was I did like the shit housery from Ramsdale as well with the uh, Leicester <laughs> fans when he was taking the goal kicks, going, "Oh, your shit!" <sighs> but he turns around and gives it the old Khan. Uh, got got involved with it and he loved it. So um, yeah, I, I did think that Leicester were gonna score. To be honest, they were. They definitely picked up the pace uh, during the second half and sort of the back end of the first half, really. Um, but yeah, we just managed to just do a solid and keep a clean sheet, which I was happy about. Yeah, definitely not not a bad. Uh, I mean, without Ramsdale, I think Leicester pro- arguably probably would have won that game. Yeah. Um, you know, with his saves that he was making. But uh, one thing, Bards, I wanted to throw to you is is Brendan Rodgers in danger of losing no. his job if if Leicester don't keep this oh, up? Oh, is he in danger of losing his job? Um, I thought you were going to say, do I want him? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, he's done 
he's done so well the past few seasons. I think Leicester have been punching above their weight anyway, yeah. and he was he done very well to you know have them challenging for the top four two seasons in a row. Um, in a weird way, that it's now getting overshadowed by the likes of you know West Ham challenging and that sort of thing, um, and they're kind of replicating the form that Le- Leicester showed for those two seasons. Um, I don't think he's in danger of losing his job because he's shown commitment um, to that post. You know, I think I think there were um, talks of Tottenham being interested at first, but he quickly shot those down. I think Newcastle would be interested, but um, if if I were him and he's probably the same, then he wouldn't go for that job yet. Um, so I, I think he's got a bit of leeway. Um, and this tends to happen with Leicester because they're not in, they're not in danger of you know I don't think going down or dropping that far. No, I think no. they can still challenge for the Europa League places. So the annoying yeah. I think the the upsetting thing is is their form in Europe has been just terrible. And like I think I'm even I'm crying out to see them do well in like Europa or something like that. I think it would change it up a bit, you know. But they should have won it by now, think, really. Yeah, I don't think he's uh, in too much danger. Considering they've been knocking on the door of the top four for the last however many seasons now, four or five seasons or something, it's been a little while, ever since they won the Prem really, um, uh, they've just not been very good in Europe and you think of the Europa League anyway, um, obviously you say that they're just missing out most years on on making making the top four and but it's showing that maybe they're not actually ready for that top uh, for, for that Champions League. If they can't do much, if anything, in the Europa League, are, are they really ready for Champions League? Is it a good thing that they're not actually in the top four and taking up one of these Champions League spots, but then they're just going to get demoted into the Europa League within after the um, qualifiers anyway? Uh, I don't really mind because one of Chelsea, Liverpool, City are pretty much going to win the Champions League every year. I think for 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 a little while now. Um, so it'd be kind of cool to have someone random in there. But then also Leicester, it's not like they've been knocking. It wasn't like they've just always been out the spots and then, you know, right there, but always finished, you know, always been fifth or sixth. There have been times where they've been second or first mm. or third for a significant amount of time in the season and then bottled it and dropped off. So it's obviously like they have the ability to be there and be with the, you know, the big boys of the Premier League. But then they just something about that team. They're like Spurs. They just bottle it. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they'd finish off this season because you know they could definitely could definitely end up finishing below Chelsea, Liverpool, City, West Ham, United, Arsenal, Wolves, and Tottenham. If maybe even Brighton, if they keep going, really, do you know what I mean? Like there is all this. If they keep going, there's potential that they slip out the top ten if things really don't go their way. So. Um, yeah, it could be quite interesting to see what I wouldn't there. be surprised if the transition, if Rodgers does go, the transition will be Rodgers to, I don't know, literally maybe even Spurs um, after Conte. So like in a year or so, and then, um, oh God, it slipped out of my mind. Bright, the Brighton manager, Potter. Graham Potter, to Leicester. Is that Because tra- Graham Potter as well needs that like step up. But I think it's yeah. too big a jump to go yeah, to the stepping an Arsenal or, you know, so I can definitely see um, Graham Potter taking the Leicester job after Rodgers is there. Similar sort of style. Of I can see him taking the Liverpool job. Graham that's Potter. a massive jump, though. Yeah, it is a massive jump, but I think I can see him taking. Yeah, I think he could do it. 
He's a great manager. He'd be amazing as your yeah, manager, yeah, Bards. He's a great manager. Yeah, I mean, look, he's a great manager. <clears throat> that, the thing is, if I was to see him in the United job, for me, I'd need to see him somewhere else before, um, beforehand. I can't just see him at Brighton and then say, yeah, do it, because I think that's, yeah, that's like a massive jump. You know? A bit of ego and expectation of a club like that. So, yeah, it's a massive difference. I think um, if he hadn't have already been there, Moyes would have been a big name to take that to take Ollie's um, job at the moment. Yeah, ironically, yeah, he would have been. 100%. And the fact that obviously because he's been there, didn't do very well, he's not, his name has not been mentioned at all. Um, but yeah, if he hadn't been there in the, in the past and he was doing what he's doing uh, now, Moyes, he'd definitely be there. Moyes also got, you know, what, two clubs relegated, went to Spain. Yeah, I, I think shit. I still wouldn't want him if I'm a United fan. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want him now if anyway. Now, but like, if he had never gone to United, mm. but if he had never gone to United, he never would have ended up. He would have never ended up at um, wherever he did in Spain, and then that because he would have stayed Valencia? at Everton. Yeah, I can't remember. Sausage, sausage, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know how how different it would have been, but it would have been interesting for sure. But I mean, like you know. We might as well move on as we are talking about Graham Potter. Obviously, they managed to get a pretty decent draw against Liverpool after being 2 0 down at Anfield. Um, yeah. Uh, what a game. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, Liverpool were unlucky. They had two goals disallowed, I believe, wasn't it? Was it two goals disallowed? Yeah. Yeah. And but ultimately, yeah, they were they were pretty lucky to come away with the uh, with the with the point there. And uh, so no, Brian, not bad. They're not a bad team. They're not like what everyone thought they were going to be when they were fourth. Um, for the first couple of games, but they are a very, definitely a top ten team in the Premier League, I'd say now. Yeah, um, and it is down to Graham Potter. They haven't even got that many amazing, amazing players, but it is literally down to Graham Potter and how and his system and how he plays is just he's squeezing everything out of what he's got. Yeah. How come uh, Basuma was playing? I thought he'd been arrested. Played twice. Uh, he's now. extended bail. He's played twice now. Oh. Yeah. Blimey. Yeah, Disgusting. so that is the. They, I mean, they have Dunk and they have Basuma in this team. This is the kind of team that we're we're dealing with here, right? So. Bloody mean machine. Yeah, this is uh, this is the team. This is the people. These are the kind of people that we're dealing with, right? When we talk about Brighton, at what cost, eh? At what cost is it to be good? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, they did well. Liverpool not so well, but still unbeaten. The only unbeaten team in the league. No L's in that. No uh, dashes in that L column yet. But. Um, but yeah, I mean, Liverpool, I wouldn't be... I mean, they're not worried, are they? Let's be realistic. They, uh, It wasn't a great outing. But then they went and beat a uh, Atletico the other night. Yeah. Um, and looked far better in that game. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't worry about, about Liverpool at all. I am, um, I am interested to see, obviously, Salah maybe is not... He is a mate, obviously the best player in the world. Do you think he can keep this up for the entire season, basically getting a goal or assist every game? Yeah, he's got, thinking, he's got yeah. to take his foot off the gas at some point, I think. Even if it's just halfway off or something, he's got to slow down at some point because doing so much in every single game, and especially because they're not just playing Premier League, obviously they are playing Champions League as well. They're going to be playing in various different cups across the season. So um, I know he won't be playing in most of the FA Cup games or League Cup or whatever it may be, they tend to field a, a slightly younger team or a less experienced team for those sort of games. But um, the games will rack up, and that's the most perfect way to get injured, essentially, um, yeah. to just keep going at 110% and then not take. Obviously, they're doing their 
recovery and stuff when they're, when they're not playing but there's only a certain amount of recovery you can do before you do need to slow down a bit and go right I don't need to go 110% in every game let's only go 80 or 90% which is still probably a lot better than most other players in the Premier League to be honest Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, he's got. I was just looking. I'm just looking at stats. It's a bit off the top. It's on Salah, but it's a little bit off. Um, Salah's got ten goals. Tottenham have nine. <laughs> like that's pretty nuts. Tottenham have nine goals. Salah has ten. Ten of. I mean, yeah, the, I mean uh, it'll be nuts. interesting because the only hope of, I think, of stopping Salah at the minute is the Africa Cup of Nations, which will be next year, I think. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of talk about it not being on. Hmm. Um, them cancelling it, so we'll see how it goes. Obviously, nothing's in in set in stone yet, um, but that'll be huge because well, they're going to injured. Oh wow! Even if he goes, man, they're going to lose Salah and they're going to lose Mane. Um, that's huge. Yeah. Um, and Kater, well. yeah. And, and Matip. And Matip. And yeah. Um, where's Canate from? Is he? Do we know? Sure. Have a look. Have a look. Have a look. But yeah, he may well as go as well. You never know, but. That's a huge loss. That's a lot of their team. God, uh, French. French. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, Slightly, yeah. uh, maybe a question for a, a, another topic, uh, for another topic, for another podcast. But um, just off the top of your heads now, would you say Salah is the best African Premier League player of all time? Um, he's, he's up there. Yeah, it's got me between him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe I'll oh, throw Samueletto in there as well. Mm. Um, as a little not, honorary, not for Premier. Yeah, as a little honorary mention as. Uh, <laughs> but um, is it? Did you say just best African or best Premier League? Like best African player to play in the Premier League? Or oh, it? I said best um, African Premier League player. So. Oh, okay. So yeah, it would be. Um, sorry, yes, yeah, so I'd say Salah. Yeah, I'd say Salah. Fair. Uh, no reason. Yeah. Affinity yeah, for Drogba is strong, but I just. Think Salah's been unbelievable, you know. There's well, no Salah's like, already matched his amount of goals, isn't he, or something? Yeah. Oh, he has go. an argument for the best player to ever put on a Liverpool shirt. Like, there's yeah. an argument for that. So probably yeah, between, I'm... just off the top of my head, him, Luis Suarez, maybe Fernando Torres. No, well, Kenny Dalglish, Ian Rush. Oh, no, Steven I'm just Gerard. I'm talking about more recent <laughs> players, not oh, right, just. Okay. Uh, okay. Not, the, not like, the legends. You missed, like the main ones. Um, yeah, I'm glad yeah, no yeah. one said the G word. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. But, um, no he's not even their best captain. Henzo, isn't it? Overrated but, um... midfielder in English football history. <laughs> oh god, he's awful. Mark may defend himself. Yeah, no, exactly. We'll just keep going. But uh, yeah, no. Um, anything else on that Liverpool um, that game? How, how long do you think they can go unbeaten for? That's a sneaky unbeaten run that no one's really talking about. Bloody hope, not very much longer. Well, when do they play Watford away? They play Arsenal in a couple of weeks, don't they? There we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they play, they play uh, West. They're away at West Ham next week, which will be a great game. Um, well, West Ham are apparently playing terrible right now. Oh, they're play, they playing tonight, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, and apparently it's not going. Well, they're playing awful. Uh, they're losing one 0 okay. Not good. Uh, one thing I did want to mention about this game is um, Oxo Chamberlain's assist um, into oh, yeah, the cool. ball into Mane to make it two 0 That was lovely. Uh, he didn't literally only just come on as well. I think did he come on? He replaced Kaita quite early. I think maybe like only on like twenty minutes in or something. Um, but yeah, lovely, lovely little ball over. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, no, it's, it's absolute ball. And now that Navi Kate has picked up an injury, he'll, uh, I'm sure he'll be slotting straight, probably into that starting role. Mm. I imagine. I saw a lot of posts last night after the Liverpool game saying that Alexander Arnold is, is the best right back in the world again. Um, I think that's probably someone's watched him play best, quite well last right night. He's the best right back in England. English He's right back. Definitely the best creative right back in the world. Yeah. This is the thing, yeah. But not the best right back. Yeah, the, the best no, right no, back is a bit of a broad term, isn't it? I really don't I really don't think Reese James going forward is that far off of Trent. No. I mean, especially when Reese Reese James is banging in two goals. Yeah. I mean, we're going to move on to that game now, but yeah, I mean, as well as that, he is just a and defensively, he just shits on Trent, doesn't he? Mm. Like um, his versatility as well. Like you, like he can play that right sided centre back if you need him to. He can play right wing back. He could play centre mid if you need him to. Where have we seen Trent can't? Um, no matter yeah. how hard Gareth tries, I know, I know. Can't. But um, but I don't know. I think that the Reese James Trent argument is a lot closer than people maybe think it is. Yeah, um, I think Reese James has probably got to do it for a longer period. Because it has only really been mainly sort of this season where he sort of stepped it up again um, and is sort of taking it to a, a slightly new level. Um, I think, yeah, if he does it more consistently over this season, then he'll definitely be within a shout for that. Yeah, but he's doing, um, he's doing well so far, obviously, in the yeah. last game, getting two goals. He's got four goals and two assists so far this season, Rhys James in the Premier League. Um, yeah, obviously he got those two, two great finishes. Honestly, like striker-esque fucking... Yeah. Um, What's going on with uh, bloody goals. Chelsea's wing backs at the moment? Scoring goals left, right, and centre. Ben Chilwell, Reese James. Lukaku and Werner can't get a goal for love and money. Oh, yeah. Chilwell and James is absolutely banging them in. Disgusting. And like Kovacic is still getting loads of goals. It's mad. But um, but yeah, um, Chelsea look good. I mean, what can we say about that game? Chelsea looked really good. Newcastle managed to frustrate him till about the 60 something minute. Um, 65th, I think. Yeah, 65th minute. And then once the first goal went in, they just, yeah, they, they went on from there. What and, I and noticed split. was um, Ziyech obviously had a lot of chances throughout the game and completely fucked them. He came off in the 64th minute and then they score in the 65th. Yeah. I well, He scored their only goal against Malmo, didn't he, on Tuesday or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. So I'm confused with Ziyech if he's actually good or not. Oh, um, yeah, the new guy. I didn't see the game last night, um, but... He wasn't. I don't think he was amazing in the uh, in the Newcastle game. Question I want to pose to you guys. Obviously, jump in if you have an if you have an answer immediately. But how much do you think Newcastle have to spend in January to stay up? Oh, great question. Because they are awful. Uh, I think. I think. Well, I mean, there were rumours today, wasn't there, about getting Coutinho on loan? So I think that will be interesting. Whether they're actually spending the money or if they're getting the players in online, because they need a new defence. You were more than the anything. issue is if you're a player, probably not going to commit right away, are you? No. Unless it's for an abs no. absurd amount of money. And I assume that anyone they, that does commit, they have probably a relegation clause in there that says yeah. they can be sold for X amount a discounted um, price. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know about money, but I would say they need about five or six first team quality players. Jesus Christ, that is a hard task to do in January. Yeah, January is not a big selling sort of or selling and buying window anyway. It doesn't seem yeah. to be as much that happens compared to summer. Obviously, it's a lot shorter as well. People don't want to, to lose come players. Stay up, players. That's the thing is though, like with those, they could probably, they could probably stay up with less, but to come if they want to the come, thing, yeah. stay up and guarantee. 
Well, I think the four out, if you're going to get five players, four or five of those five players have to be defenders mm. because they have an awful backline that just leaks goals. Yep. All of these defenders were playing, were playing for them when they were in um, the championship. So they're a championship standard defence in the Premier League. They're just never going to do it. And uh, I do, for, I just, I don't, Callum Wilson and Alan and St. Maximum can only do so much mm. for, uh, you know, these, these guys just get ready to get. I think you've got, to, they've got to spend at least, oh, they've got to spend they're over 100 mil to stay up, I think. Well, that's the thing. There's rumours that they're going to be spending 80 odd mil on one player let alone 100 mil on a couple of players and financial fair play and stuff. Obviously, I know they've got a bit more leeway because they've been working on a profit for the, the last couple of years, but it's only going to take you so so much sort of, um, sort of that bit further. And then, they don't even have a manager yet. Yeah, exactly. There's all these rumours going around about, oh, they're going to sign this player and this player. They need to sign a bloody manager before they do anything because what if that manager doesn't want that player that they're looking to bring in? Yeah. Is it just going to be told by these new Saudi owners? Okay, these are the players you're going to sign, and then here's a list of players that we've pre-approved for you to sign or whatever. And then he's like, well, okay, well, I don't need half. Well, I don't want any of these players or whatever. Um, they need to sort out the managerial, situa- managerial situation before they start looking at other players. I do think a lot of Newcastle fans maybe thought, um, well, not a lot, but uh, you know, a, 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 a section of them thought that that this automatically made them. An attractive team yeah and it's, it's just not the case because you've still like even now you've got newcastle with the dysfunctionality of the team and, all, and everyone else at the club obviously mike ashley's gone now but there's still a lot of people there that would have been there in the mike ashley regime anyway and um they're just they're awfully run throughout they uh and now they've got a spotlight on them where everything that the manager does that goes in will just be scrutinized by the media straight away and the fans we've seen what the fans are like i know steve Bruce wasn't a great manager we've seen what the fans can do they drove that man to like you know basically bitch be, like, be an absolute shell of a man that he used to be and uh yeah it's um especially given yeah. that i never understood that especially given he's from the area and yeah. literally loves the club. i know if he's you had, it's like Sunderland, with ollie now on. he loves the club so i love ollie because he loves the club so yeah. much and yet you've got a guy in the dugout who loves Newcastle, loves the city, loves what it stands for, has, you know, and uh, St. Maximum loves Steve Bruce as well. Like, they've got such yeah. a relationship who's probably the fans' favourite player. And they just drove that man to, like, depression, basically. And, yeah, like, basically, got him out of yeah. The club. And then yeah. Unai Emery's like, nah, don't fancy yeah, that. Yeah, I was just about like, to say that. He's come out and said, nope, I'm staying out. I'm surviving. They're going to get Eddie Howe. The man that got bought, the most successful thing he's ever done is get Bournemouth relegated and then didn't have the balls to take the Celtic job. Yeah. Now he's going to go to Newcastle and try and revamp that. Like, that's, no thanks. Like, and you've seen Eddie Howe with money. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Jordan Ibe for 50 million will yeah. be signed. Um, Dipping straight into Liverpool's youth. Yeah. Do you think Nuno's going to be looked at for that Newcastle job? I think that's too early for him. Maybe, but I think it's too early now. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Maybe in the future, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know if any. I don't know anyone in the Premier League right now is looking at Nuno. Like, yeah, he can keep us in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, well, this is the thing: is Spurs is a, what was a different level to Newcastle. Um, but yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm. I mean, I'm certainly very, very happy that we did not get Nuno, and we went for Vieira instead. 
But I didn't know I'd be saying. I didn't think I'd be saying that, but I am. Um, what well, was the new? Yeah, I remember you were very is, excited about that. Unfair, you know. I was very excited about the uh, potential of Nuno. I thought <laughs> you, it'd be great. you couldn't, you did not want Vieira at all at the beginning. Uh, not at the beginning. And then I thought when he signed, I was like, right, fuck it, let's get behind. Yeah, him. you just got to get behind him at that point. There's nothing you can yeah, do. You got no choice there. Yeah, you Nuno got no had choice. No chance having four months and not really having the players. Like he was dealt a shit hand with Harry Kane, basically not wanting yeah. to be there. Yeah, and. He has got a lot of drops. Nuno at Wolves, Nuno at Wolves, though, was being linked with high jobs. Like, he was being linked with a United job. He was being linked with, you know, the likes of Chelsea and Spurs. He was given the opposite hand when he joined Wolves. He was given an incredible hand. Yeah. But the only thing is... It it was like, the championship title is is yours. Do you want to get paid and sit in the dugout while it happens? Yeah. But... And I think a, a damning thing on Nuno as well right now is how good Wolves look under their new manager, Bruno Lage. He yes. looks, he's got them playing so much better football. And now that Jimenez is sort of, you know, he's starting to get a few more goals, maybe feeling it a bit more, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be a force. Um, but yeah, it should be interesting. Um, but yeah, we'll get on. Should we get onto some previewing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Right, well, we might as well start with the big one. Bars, we're coming back to you, my man. One thing I did want to say just about the reviews was that I I cannot remember a weekend where so many goals have been given as offside. Like, so many disallowed goals uh, for offside. There was uh, maybe only two games where there there, there wasn't at least one throughout the weekend. It was ridiculous. I I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's just... The new way they're doing it, letting the ball, letting the play run a bit longer before they flag for offside and stuff like that. But it's just becoming so frequent now, and I think, like I said earlier, with the whole Uber situation, the the lack of consistency with refereeing at the moment within the Premier League is not good enough, really. No, it's awful. Yeah, it's awful. There's just no consistency. Things are being blown in some games and not in others. It's just, uh, yeah, it's getting a bit ridiculous now. Yeah. But. Um, Yes, United versus City. Bards, how are you feeling, mate? Hmm. Um, straight after the Atlanta game, I was like Danny Dyer, fucking shitting myself. But as the dust has settled, I am still optimistic. Okay. I think Why? that Ollie's got a good record. Okay. I think Ollie's got a good record against Pep. I think nice. that the players know it's a massive game. I think Atalanta was always going to be a different, like a difficult game. Like they play great football, and I think no matter what, it was going to be. I would, I always would have taken a draw anyway, because I think a draw in the Champions League away from home always a good result, especially yeah. against that team. Fantastic, you know. Um, the only issue I do have is what formation we're going to play, because if we're going to play five at the back, then I worry because there's not enough sort of. Um, Discipline, I don't think, in that defence. Whereas I'd much rather yeah. play maybe a Rashford and a Greenwood or a Sancho and have them come back to do the counter. So like they act as like backs, but not not really because the four um, the four in defence will can come tighter. Yeah, I think it'll be a good game. I'm, I'm optimistic. I'll be happy with I'll be happy with a point. Like because it's a it's a massive game. I would be happy with a point, but. Um, I just don't How do you feel about the loss of Varane? Yeah, that's a massive blow. Varane's been... 
uh, quality. I mean, I spoke to two people who actually went to the Spurs game. I should have mentioned that earlier. They went to the Spurs game and they left on 60 minutes, 60 and 65. Um, but they said when they saw Varane, like he was just colossus in that defence. He said it shored it up. Mm-hmm. Like the passing was great. He was always communicating, and that's something that Maguire probably hasn't done or isn't doing. And Maguire, I'm, I'm certain he's injured. But we've got Bailly, and Bailly was immense. A brain injury. Week. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think it would just be good, you know. I, I don't think we'll get the annihilation that Liverpool gave us. I don't know what happened there. Um, but the players, I think, will be up for it. Yeah. I think you've got a chance. Obviously, that Varane injury now, is he's out for a month, do they say? Yeah. yeah. A month. So that takes, you know, that's a Watford. You should be out. You know, a City game, the Watford game, Villarreal in the Champions League, then Chelsea, Arsenal, and potentially Palace. Some, uh, it's going to be some tough fixtures without Varane if that defence is going to be as leaky as it was without him this last time round. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, I'd like to think that I'd like to think that Lindelof and ba- Lindelof by Ian Maguire can do the job without him. Like, yeah, and they should be able to do the job without him against some of those teams. And and you know we didn't have Varane last year. We <laughs> kept um, kept City quiet or at bay. So yeah. We'll see how Do you it think goes. there's any any possibility of Van der Beek or Sancho getting any minutes this weekend? Uh, I thought Van der Beek actually looked really good when it came on. Um, unfortunately, I would actually start Van der Beek ahead of Pogba. I thought mm. Pogba was awful during the week, absolutely awful. Mm. And Scott McTominay. Pogba's out, though, fucking hell. He? Yeah, he'll be out, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah so that red card out, still. But yeah, I mean, Fred was rested, so he's just going to play Fred, and he'll play McTominay yeah, true. for that reason. Which, um, but yeah, Pogba was awful. So I'd like to. Steve van der Beek in Pogba's position I don't think he'll yeah. play it because um, I thought he looked good Sancho I definitely think you'll see Oli has a tendency to line players up against their former clubs like he did it with Dean Henderson um, and he's done it with you know what Mark's gone blank but he's done it with a few others um, <laughs> in the team so I think he'll definitely do that against uh, Man City I can definitely yeah. see that Are you worried about Sancho at all? That he's getting that he might end up like a Van der Beek getting that treatment. Ah, man, he started slow at Dortmund. He always starts slow at Dortmund, like, and then he gets mm-hmm. into it. Plus, I keep saying to everyone, like, even though he's English, this is still a new league for him. He's not playing in the yeah. Prem, so he's still got to adapt. But he's not playing. Said. He's not playing in the Prem. Yeah. He's still uh, not playing know, in the Prem. Yeah, but he was, and now he, he was, and now he's. Like venture a couple, it might be a case of you know he's doing work in the gym and, and building himself up, which again I think is a, a massive thing that players don't realise until they get over here. Yeah. Is the actual physicality? They're always like, yeah, I understand the physicality, but look, I'm getting banged about by Harland every week, so I know physicality. But then as he actually get here, is people like uh, Ben Mee who's absolutely clattering into your wall. That was literally the only thing I had in my hands. Yeah, nice. you know, the size of Antonio, who's absolutely like yeah, true. You know, a battering ram. So there's a different level of physicality. I think Sancho will be fine. I'm happy with him. He's got plenty of years at the club. There, mm. We bought him because we did need a right winger. He's, he's got to find yeah. his form. So yeah, You're going to start playing him on the right wing. <laughs> yeah, that's how yeah, he's been One playing on the so. left, isn't he? Yeah, I was going to say. I, but then that's the thing with them. I do think that, that he was brought to interchange. Like, Rashford can play on the right, Greenwood can play on the right, Sancho can, but they can all play in any of the front three positions. I think the it issue always... is, got Ronaldo, yeah. and I love Ronaldo, but I do think there's credibility to it throwing, out, throwing the formation mm. and everything out of whack. He's been great. I'm not saying he hasn't been, but there is definitely credibility to 
people saying that he has had a negative. Does it all just come? Does it all just come back to the fact that Ollie is shit? Is this what it is? Is it like he's just playing people out of positions, not playing the right formations, all this kind of thing? Um. Nah. I, so. <laughs> I still like you, Ollie. Don't yeah, I like yeah. him. I'm sure he seems like a sweet, sweet soul. Like I'd absolutely, you know, he seems like an absolutely lovely gentleman. But he's just not a great football manager. Oh, I'll give a soul shot. No, no, I don't yeah, like it. I think Harry was talking about me. I mean, you know what? Oh. <laughs> Oh, well, I'll take back that. everything I just said. I don't like soul. <laughs> weird, weird. You're a sweet soul, Ollie. You're a sweet soul. Cheers, mate. Oh, have we lost Bards again? Oh, no. Am I back? You're yeah. back. You're back. You're back. You're back. <laughs> you froze for a second, but you're we back. Can go, we, can go on a, we can go on a tangent if I, if we talk about Ollie, so. Yes, yes, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll pack that in. We'll pack that in. Just one last um, thing on uh, United. Congratulations, Donny van der Beek. He's been doing something. And it's oh, not yes, been playing yeah. minutes. He's oh, been uh, getting minutes under the sheets. Um, yeah, but yeah, congratulations. Him and his missus are having a, a baby. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Scored more goals off the pitch than on. Exactly. But, um, At least scoring somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so many comments about it. <laughs> so many it's jokes only, you can make. Huh? only goal I think it's come against you isn't it opening day of yeah yeah it has we keep having we have this it's a weird trend we have like the worst footballers score against us uh, well their only uh, goal to be fair play. Yaya Sonogo once scored a hat-trick against us for Charlton that was a oh, if we hadn't won that game I'd have been oh weird. we actually that's true as you know it's not that we have worldy goals scored against us um Oh, yeah, like the oh, yeah, Giroud scorpion kick. Sami, Giroud, Andy Carroll, Ellie yeah. uh, Alley. A lot of it uh, happened to be Wayne Hennessy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they were they were basically when Wayne Hennessy. Oh, Wayne Hennessy was there. Yeah. yeah. Um, that Kasami one H. I've uh, thank God Newt for the shit. Um, but yes, uh, next biggest game of the weekend is West Ham Liverpool. West Ham, the Irons hosting Liverpool at the uh, London Stadium. Um, this should be a bit of a mad game, I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win because if we get if if Liverpool let West Ham into the game like they let Brighton into the game, West Ham will be far more clinical than Brighton are. So it could could pose a a problem. I don't know who to start in fantasy. I don't know whether to keep Bowen and Ben Rama on the pitch for this game or not. Um, it's a tough one. I can't afford to not play Antonio. That's the problem. Yeah, no, it's annoying, isn't it? But, um, but yeah, any any thoughts uh, jumping out of people uh, on this game? What, what do you guys think? And is it a Liverpool certain win or is it? I think Liverpool will definitely be up for it because they know they should have beaten Brighton the other day. Um, but this is where West Ham can capitalise on that sort of that draw the other day, the, the unexpected result. Um, obviously, I know they've had a they they won against Atletico last night. Was it last night or the night before, whenever it was? Um, yeah. And yeah, they, that's going to give them some confidence back. But West Ham are doing well this season. They're really taking a lot of teams by surprise. Um, so yeah, I can see this going in any direction, to be honest. Liverpool could absolutely wipe the floor with West Ham, but at the same time, West Ham could <laughs> win 1 0 or something. Something stupid, anyway. Yeah. No, I could definitely see a, I could see a result for West Ham in the books here. But. Um... Bars, I think Liverpool win this, but I can't see. Uh, I can, sorry, uh, I, I, I don't think it will affect West Ham much after the game. Like, yeah, yeah, fixes coming up. But, um, the thing is, if if West Ham win it, they'll go above Liverpool. 
blimey. Which is nuts. Um, there'll only be two points off the top. <clears throat> I, do Chelsea want, win. I want West Ham to win, just because I don't want Liverpool to go on a bit unbeaten. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it, West Ham right now is 1-1 in that game, so they've pulled a goal back. Um, yeah. I think what's oh, going yeah, to hurt West Ham, I think, is is the fact that it's Europa and it's Thursday night. I, you know, I can't see them. I actually can't see them beating Liverpool, and that's not really because of West Ham. Like they're playing really well. I just think Liverpool are playing. Liverpool great, aren't they? Um, and they're just in form, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be really difficult for West Ham to to win. Maybe sneak a draw, maybe. But I, th- I feel like if Liverpool go one 0 up, then that's it. I, I, I think in order for West Ham to draw, they can't concede. Yeah, they can't concede, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. No. If they can, if Liverpool concede, then they uh, they're going to be in a lot of trouble. But um, yeah. H. Uh, any more thoughts on this one, my man? Do you think? Uh, yeah. What do you think? I don't think. I think obviously Naby Keita is <laughs> out, Harvey Elliott is out, James Milner is out. But that's about it. And I think West Ham have only got Crowl out, so it's pretty much a full fit team for both. You'd imagine. Mm. Um, when when full firing, maybe not Liverpool because you may be seeing Naby Keita in there this season. Not yeah. something. Oh, look at the uh, the mid the midfield battle. You say Cater and Milner are out. Yeah. So all that leaves Henderson and Fabinho. Fabinho, and then probably like Curtis Jones or Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, which is not yeah, bad. Obviously, obviously, their game plan is obviously ping out to Mane and Salah at every yeah. opportunity. But I don't know Rice and Suchek and Fornells. Oh. They seem pretty well suited to, to stopping that. So. Like you back being, in the, being a nuisance to Gaffer. No, I, th- I think Liverpool are going to win, but oh, okay. Um, of, of midfield, that it's, it's not easy to stop Liverpool, but if, as midfields go, they're fairly well suited to, to giving it a good, a good go. Oh, definitely, definitely. All right, for our next game, where do you want to go? Where do we go next? Do we go? Do we go Everton, Tottenham, Conte's first game? Let's talk about that, shall we? Um, Conte versus Rafa. That's it. Everton not having the best time right now. Um, dropping down the table as they have lost their last three in a row. Obviously, since decore has gone out, they've got Richarlison back. Calvert Lewin's still out as well, which is a big, uh, which is a big hit. Um, I believe that Digne and Gomez are also very da- uh, like doubtful for the game, so they could both miss it as well. Whereas um, Spurs are pretty much fully fit, aside from Brian Gill and Ryan Sessegnon. So um, yeah, how, how do you guys think uh, Conte will go about this first? Uh, this first Tottenham game. Um, <laughs> no one, yeah, no if one no one else is talking, so I thought I might as well. I haven't thought about it at all. Yeah, no one. Um, I don't know. I think he will probably want to just come come out all guns blazing and just try and get off to a, a good start. Because if Everson beat Tottenham and contest, uh, well, a lot of fans are going to be out there just going, "Oh, here we go again." Uh, and just be like, oh, great, like it's literally going down the same route as uh, as um, what's his name Nuno was. But I don't know. I think he, he. I hope he changes something up because if he goes out there playing the same formation, playing similar starting eleven to Nuno was, and it's just a case of a bit like right. Well, what's changed other than the name of the manager? They're not doing anything else. But um, yeah, I think he'll implement some changes. I'm not sure how many because he won't have that much t- time with the team before uh, the game and everything. But I, don't know, I just think he'll just be coming out to just win by any means necessary, really. 
I know I everyone think... says how, how shit their defence is, um, but I think his first priority needs to be getting that excitement and joy back into their attack. Like yeah. Mourinho had that recipe with with Kane and Son. You made Kane and, and then and Son, unbelievable. Lucas Moura and stuff as well. Give Lucas Moura his freedom back as well. Yeah. Let that man start every game. Yeah, don't take Why it. Like, he's, 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 he's easily their third best player right now. Mm. And... Um, yeah, they take it, you know, Nuno takes it, obviously he gets fired, so we know why, you know, the mm. result. But All the Spurs it. fans were ch- um, shouting, um, you don't know what you're doing, uh, the other day when he took more off of Bergeron. Obviously, yeah, evidently awful, he didn't, yeah. so um, he got sacked, but... Even, yeah, I mean, I, I think they'll roll out with a, probably a 3-5-3, I imagine is something they'll roll out with. That works, doesn't it? 3-5-3. Three, three. Is it? No, Unless three, five, got Lloris playing up. Three five two, um, yeah, something like that, or like five. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be something like that. Basically, very similar to what he played at Chelsea and what he played at Inter Milan. Yeah, I think yeah. it's and Emerson Royale used as more wing backs. I imagine. Um, Who's that left centre back? Dyer. Dyer, Sanchez, uh, uh, Romero, Sanchez, yeah. Romero, uh, Romero. Um, and the thing is, with Romero, he played in the back three a lot of last season. So, uh, at what Atlanta. he's going to be used to. It's what he's used to. He is, you know, he, he start. I think he's starting to find his feet in the Premier League. Um, and he was the best centre-back in the Serie A last year. So, he's got to be a good player. He is a good player, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, it's, I think, like, going back to when the, uh, they played Tottenham and you see Antonio just shrugging him off. Obviously, I know Antonio's a, a big, strong guy, but I think this is where it comes down to the level of fitness required to be in the Premier League as well. I think yeah. it does take a little while, that sort of transition period where you come from Syria, you might be the best defender in the Syria, but you come to the Premier League, the Premier League is, is a whole different kettle of fish, essentially. It's, you need to work on y- y- your strength. You need to sort of get fitter and sort of become a sort of more complete all-around sort of a stronger player, really. Yeah, I think he, he, he might he might be doing that um, yeah. sort of behind closed doors, and maybe in a he couple a of games' player. time he might look a bit a bit more convincing. But um, yeah, he seems to be struggling a, a little bit. for everyone. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but um, I think I think Spurs will win this game. I think that they're going to want to fight under Conte to show him. You know, they're fighting for jobs now. They uh, they were comfortable under uh, Nuno, but they're fighting for their lives now. We know what Conte's like. He's an He's an absolute bastard. Um, he's a po- he's one of the most polarizing characters in world football right now, um, up there with Mourinho. And um, yeah, he uh, it should be interesting. To see he really reminds me of John Travolta, like really? nowadays John Travolta. What shooting? You know, like nah, <laughs> that, was, that Alec Baldwin, right? Alec Baldwin. Oh yeah, true. Allegedly. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I'm They're talking like John guy. Travolta same in thing, versus AJ. Huh? You know, he's, uh, John Travolta in People vs. AJ. He's oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's got a like, weird kind of glazed look in his eye. <laughs> Some kind of... You don't completely trust him. No, but he's good at what he does. Yeah, I... Uh, I think I think they'll be fine. I think... Emerson, on the other hand, mate, they are in free fall about Decore and Calvert-Lewin. Who'd have thunk it that Decore is like... I know he's a great player. But I didn't know that he was literally integral to. I thought Alan had a bit more about him than. Yeah. Than, he, he's know. currently the cement holding that house together. Yeah, man, it's a shame. I think if 
yeah, if they don't if they don't kick on, they've got a few uh, games coming up as well. They've got you know they've got Tottenham and they've got City. Then they're away at Brentford. Then at home to Liverpool. Then at home to Arsenal. Then away to us. And then at home to Chelsea. And then away to Leicester. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they've got some tough fixtures coming up. Mm-hmm. So um, if they don't, yeah, they don't kick on, they might they might drop down to like 14th, 15th where Villa is sitting right now. But um, but yeah, I expect um, Tottenham to get the win there. Um, as for Chelsea Burnley, I don't think we need to say too much on this. I think uh, Lukaku Werner and Pulis- uh, no Lukaku Werner Mount and Kovacic could be out for this game. Um, they need Lukaku back and yeah, scoring goals. <laughs> yeah, they could be out for this game, which means Havertz is going to get another chance to do nothing. Um, Burnley, on the other hand, you know, good good game. I mean, they unex- I mean, I don't think did anyone expect Burnley to beat Brentford three one. I don't think we predicted that in uh, the no. preview podcast that we did. Corne versus Brentford, but yeah, of course, of course. But um, yeah, they're looking, you know, looking better. Than, you know, a bit feisty, a bit frisky team, but uh, a bit more than we thought maybe this season. But mm-hmm. um, Sean I, Bosa I, has been saying for the last couple of games, we're not far off. It's coming. It's coming. We're not far off. And a lot of people are going. You keep saying you're not far off, but you're not winning. And now, obviously, they've got that win. He said in the post-match um, sort of press conference, he said, "Oh well, I told you, but we weren't far off, and now here we are. This is what we're going to try and bring forward and um, sort of use that game as a sort of the the benchmark. Basically, we, we don't we don't sort of play any worse than what we did there, and we keep pushing on and becoming better and better. But see, I know it's it's Burnley. They haven't been impressive over the, the course of the season. The most impressive thing they've done was yeah when they they beat Brentford really." Um, but I don't think Chelsea are going to have too many issues. No, me neither. I think they'll get the job done. It's at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. Um, but you yeah. see, Chelsea had a number of uh, key players out in the Norwich game and still battered them 7 0. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and then again in the. Uh, um, what do they just play? Newcastle game. And they won 3 0. Um, took a little bit longer uh, to get started in that game, but they got there. Very, very true, but they got there in the end. Um, yeah, I expect Chelsea to get three points, stay top of the league. If they don't, it'll be, it'll be awful. But uh, as for you guys, Watford, I know it should be a win. You're at home, should be a win. But Watford, you don't know what you're gonna get. So bit... I've generally, we probably we might actually lose this game because it's gonna be it's a typical Arsenal situation. We go on a losing, uh, we go on a, a, a sort of a an unbeaten streak, and then we come across a team that we should easily beat, and then we lose. So. Wouldn't surprise me if we lost. I'm going to try and be a bit more confident. I think hopefully we should keep a clean sheet and score hopefully two or three. But who knows? Watford seem to be a little bit better than they were at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think they're just still adjusting to life under Nuno, uh, under Nuno, under Ranieri. Ranieri. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't expect them to. I don't expect them to win. I think you'll win comfortably. I think you'll win like a two nil. Or something like yeah. that. I don't think it'll be anything crazy. Um, assuming that Ramsdale wasn't a one-game wonder. Um, I hope not. Yeah, you, that would be you, so funny. It would be jokes, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if he's rubbish for the rest of the season. Wait, to be like, fair, he's, he, went, oh, oh, he gets dropped for Leno. I wouldn't say he's a, a <laughs> one-game wonder because the games that he's played so far, he has been good. I think the Leicester game, he was a uh, another level um, of sort of a better. But I, I wouldn't say you'd be a one. It helps when the free kicks are shot in the middle of the goal, though, doesn't it? That's yeah, what I'm saying. Well, that's right. It's what it is. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's still yeah, good yeah, save. 
Yeah, no, yeah, I, I actually think uh, Arsenal will win, yeah. I mean, Watford had a great result, fantastic, but I think that's a classic Ranieri effect, isn't it? And then at the end of the day, it's Watford. <laughs> they they Watford. yo-yo, don't they? So, I still... And Arsenal are in good form. You cannot dismiss Arsenal's form, to be honest. Um, it's funny at the start, but, you know, their summit's clicking and yeah. their defence is, is staying tight and their attack is good. We've got some great players. Saka hasn't reached that form yet, so that could always come to fruition. So, yeah, I think Arsenal are comfortably winning this one. Yeah, I think so. But I think having basic, well, I think we are the youngest team in the Premier League at the moment um, in terms of, on average, of our starting 11s that we've been putting out, we are the youngest team. And um, I think that's where the level of doubt does start to creep in just because like we've seen with other games like we we score one and then we sit back and then we obviously invite all this pressure on us um we've been getting better at that and we're dominating for longer games but with so having such a young team you know that those experienced players that do come in do have a big impact on what what's going on and these young players might not be as confident and they need to just Build that in so, uh, sort of slowly, um, slowly, and get that, uh, bring that to a new level, so we can actually play with confidence, as opposed to playing with confidence for a, a certain period of the match, and then just obviously just all that confidence then disappearing. Um, I think we're not as competitive over the full ninety as I'd like to be, but yeah. we're getting better. Um, I don't doubt that, but. Like I say, I've been burnt too many times being an Arsenal fan and uh, getting my hopes up, so I try not to. Yeah, I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. But yeah, if you don't, I, you've got to get the win. Yeah. You've got to get the win. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. But um, yeah, it should be... Well, I don't think it'll be that interesting of a game, to be honest. I think it will be Arsenal getting the business done. Um, as for the next game, as for the next game, we'll talk about talk about my team, because why not? Palace at home to Leeds. Uh, at home to Leeds, at home to Wolves. Um, obviously, both teams coming. Uh, Palace coming off the big win against uh, City. Wolves coming off a good win at uh, home to Everton. Um, but yeah, I uh, I'm excited for this one. I'm expecting it's going to be a tough game for sure. But I think we can get. I think we'll win. I think uh, I think we, we've shown we've shown enough. We can we can do this if we can keep a clean sheet away at the Etihad. We can keep a clean sheet at home to Wolves. Um, it will be interesting to see if we set. I imagine we will set up differently. I, I mean, Kiate and Ayu started in that game against City, I imagine it will probably move back to Luka and Olise um, for this next game. Hopefully it's not bloody IU starting on the wing, because I don't mind them when it's against like a City or something like that, when it, we do have to be more defensive. But going for when we're actually going forward, his decision it is the worst I've ever seen. Um, genuinely the worst I've ever seen, decision-making-wise. He just... I don't know what it is. He shoots from the wildest angles. I'm like, you're just not good enough, man. To make those shots, so why are you taking them on? You must. I, I know you're supposed to be confident in yourself, but it gets to a point where he's got to be like, like oh, I'm just not that guy. Uh, I need to lay it off. I've got, I've, I've got Edouard, Elise. Elise's played like four games, and he's already done more than Ayu has this season. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. aside from that one season where Ayu was actually pretty decent a couple seasons ago. Yeah. Um, I think Ayu's, he's, got, he's, he's changed as a player. I think in that season where it was good for you guys, yeah. he was. Good. Uh, he was the guy scoring the goals, and he was what you needed at the time. But now, 
he needs to adapt with the team and he's not really that goal scorer anymore but he does do other things very well like he holds up the ball really well and he is strong and he, he, he does good at getting fouls yeah so good at getting fouls exactly and there's a number of palace players that are zaha being yeah. um, basically the top one um so yeah i think he just needs to adapt with the rest of the team and obviously Vieira needs to say to him right this isn't what we want you doing anymore we don't want you taking all these shots but we do want you doing this and using what you are good at um to to our advantage to your advantage hopefully he listens but uh, I imagine hopefully Olise will start um I'd love to we haven't seen it starting yet I don't know we haven't um I'd love to see a front three of Zaha Eduard and Olise um potential that as a Eze makes a return to uh, to the team this week. He played sixty uh, something minutes in the under twenty threes during at the earlier on in the week. Um, so there's potential. Maybe he's on the bench. Maybe he comes on for twenty minutes or ten minutes, depending on how the game's going. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if we miss him for another week. But um, yeah, I feel good. What, what do you guys think of this game? Do you think? Um, well, well, obviously, I think Wolves have a chance. But do you think Palace are, should, are the favourites here? As it is at Sellers Park, we are unbeaten at Sellers Park so far this season. I think it could be a great game because Wolves are playing like Wolves are pretty pretty good at the start of the season. They were looking good; they just weren't getting the results. And yeah, they had some, yeah, they've had some some good results. So I think it will actually be you know one, probably one of the games to to watch on match of the day, if anything. Um, and yeah, I think it will be interesting to see how Palace's front three. Um, Work against a you know a hard-fought Wolves team who are going to defend, but can also pose a lot of problems themselves. It's one thing playing on a Man City is extremely difficult, um, but when you're playing a team kind of on your level, your mentality is a lot different. But yeah, I think it'll be a fantastic game. And to give you an update in unrelated news, uh, West Ham have just gone two-one up. Nice. Nice. Um, that's good. I want them to. I kind of want them to win the Europa League this year. I think that'd be quite good. But um, but yeah, I uh, H. How do you feel for this game, man? Do you think well, who's taking the points, or are we are we, are we splitting them? Um, I'm finding it hard to separate them. Um, I think the key thing is how Vieira sets Palace up, because mm. Wolves they seem to be setting up the same way every game, and yeah. it's been working for them recently. They haven't had the hardest fixtures in this, this run they've had, but. Um, but they are playing good stuff. Can uh, I give you my starting eleven that I think will start and see if it sways you? From, from yeah, okay, if, yeah. It if it helps you in any way. So I think Gaeta will start. I've seen the back four is the back four. Ward, um, <laughs> Ward, right. and Ward has been such an unsung hero considering how much he's had to change his game at the age that he is, um, and is putting in an absolute. I don't shift. think. I think when you went, um, I probably no one thought he'd be in the team longer than a year or two. He like his debut. We were rock bottom of the championship, uh, and we went to Lu we went to Preston and lost four nil. Was his debut, and now obviously you know we're doing you know he just beat Man City two nil and kept a clean sheet. With eight pretty, years in the Prem. Yeah, exactly, man. He's been there. This is his tenth season altogether. Um, I thought or ninth actually. I think ninth. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, we then Anderson, Gay, Tyreek Mitchell, another unsung uh, player this season who's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, young player and then probably i don't because mm, i'll probably go luca matt uh j mac and um gallagher and then i think that it'll go uh zaha edward 
Well, let's say. But it was weird. Zaha's been playing through the middle even when Edouard's been on. Edouard's been playing down the left quite a lot and he's quite and he's pretty good at it, good at it. So I'm just, I'm interested to see how that, that that's gonna keep going. But uh yeah, I don't know if that sways you at all, H, but I think that is most likely the probable starting to I think I'm gonna plump for a draw. Yeah, oh, okay, fair enough. But we'll if if Wolves can control the ball the way they did against Everton the other day, then then it'll be hard for Palace to break down. Although Palace do have a lot of players who are really good on the ball. Yeah. So it could end up cancer that. Could be a really good game. Could be a terrible game. Yeah, but I think it'll be close. Whatever happens, yeah, I, I agree think, with yeah. you. To be fair, I think it's going to be a, it'll be a good game. I don't doubt that, but I do think you'll probably just cancel each other out. Really, I think it'll be a draw. Uh, yeah, Bards. Wait, well, I had you, Bards. I have ever. Yes, you've had to. Yes, um, <laughs> I'm back in the boys. Obviously, as it goes, I think we're going to win. I think we're going to keep a clean sheet. I think our defense is low key, very, very good. Um, I think Mark Gay is a massive omission from the uh, England team that should have been in there. I think Ben White is as well. How Tyron, Tyron, there's Mink, a lot Connor of Cody got got into that team. <laughs> yeah. Ben White and Mark Gay didn't. Will baffle me to the end of time. But um, but yeah, I, uh, I I think we're going to come away two two nil. I think I think we'll see another goal from Wilf, and I think Edward will get a goal this time. Nice. Um, right, who's left? Oh, big kind of a big one. Leeds at home to Leicester. Um, both teams not doing as well as they probably would hope that they would be doing right now. Obviously, Leeds very much in the relegation battle. Does, I know we haven't, we've been speaking about this, but we haven't necessarily had Bards and Harry. Do you guys see Leeds as a relegation candidate now? Uh, so we are 10 games into the season. We're a good portion of the way into the season now. I don't um, think they'll go down, but I think they are a candidate, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, the, the old, the old, uh, well, not proverb, but you know, the like football cliche. You know, you look at the table t- ten games or so in, and generally a pretty good indicator of where teams are going to finish up this year. So, um, yeah. I don't think this year is a bit of a diff- weird one. Generally. Oh yeah, it's quite, yeah. it's quite a close league this year. But yeah, I think it's similar to last year. They have to take it seriously for sure. The league's sort of hanging up similarish to to last year, really. But I think it was. A bit of a, an odd mix at this point last year. Um, there wasn't really any clear sort of. There wasn't anyone running off with the title or anything at, at this point in last year. Obviously, I know it's a, we're only 10, 11 games in, well, 11 games this weekend. Um, so we're not far in, but there's no clear cut sort of. Oh, they're definitely going to win, or they're, well, there's a couple of people that you can choose for relegation. But um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a, a, a close season. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it will be the uh, <clears throat> same, really. I think it will be close. I do think Leeds are in trouble of being found out. But, you know, Bielsa is, is a good coach. I know I do joke about him, but he is a good coach. But it will definitely be interesting to see their next few games. I think the, the indication is that around Christmas, you're going to find out what Leeds have turned up. And if they're being found out week in, week out, it's going to get to a point where that's quite demoralising. But sometimes, as, as Ollie's done, you know, the best thing to do is just shut up, shut up and say, you know what, I'm not conceding this game. We're literally going to work from the ground up again. And I can imagine Bielsa being that kind of guy to just be like... They do call him Mad Mad El Loco, or whatever his name is, is his yeah. uh, nickname, isn't it? 
but um, exactly um i've got to jump off boys but um, oh, i will leave you on this as well Suchek has scored no goal it is now 2-2 oh, oh jesus goodness you get that get that out of the way uh, in the uh, europa league age for you mate <laughs> yeah, catch you soon exactly. have a good one man. 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 We're going to be wrapping up here anyway in a minute, people. Yeah. Don't you worry. You are Look. now currently showing as Dan on the... Um, uh, me? No. Uh, what Harry is. But let me see oh. if I can quickly change that for you. Boom. There we oh, go. Oh, no. It's all right. It's all right. No, mate. You're Harry again. Oh, Dale. Oh, Dale. Oh, Dale. Oh, oh, that was unfair. That was unfair. That was unfair. <laughs> so mad. I love all it. not even from London. No. no. <laughs> He's from, he, uh, he's you guys from are from Manchester, London, right? He's more he must... of a Cockney geezer than you guys. He's from Manchester, right? He must be, because he's a United he's, fan. Yeah, that's true, yeah. So, yeah, he must be. Like our kid, Bardell. But I'm just going to, before we go, before we go, I'm just going to run through these last games quickly. I just want to get a quick win, lose, draw. Who do you think, all right, for these last few games? So we've got um, Southampton at home to Aston Villa. H, I'm coming to you straight away. Uh, Villa. Villa, okay. Ollie. Villa win. Villa. Villa. I'm going to back Villa as well. I just don't like Southampton. I don't see them winning. Uh, Brentford at home to Norwich. Brentford. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brentford easy. Okay. Uh, I'm Norwich, gonna say... don't get, Norwich don't get any points. I No, okay. I was about to give Norwich some credit for that. Brentford. <laughs> Brentford. Brentford. I was going to say, that's going to be a, a very against different Norwich podcast. I said I would not give Norwich any praise in this podcast until they get relegated, and I stick with it. Uh, and the last one, Brighton at home to Newcastle. Maybe a bit more of a difficult one. Maybe not. Uh, what do you guys think? I uh, am going to plump for a Brighton win. A Brighton win. Nice. Yeah, 1-0. I'd say the same. They're going to be on a high after getting a result that they probably didn't expect against Liverpool. So, yes. I think that's a safe way to look at it. But I am going to go... I'm going to go draw. I think... Brighton have got a leaky backline. Um, I know they have Basuma left, but we no one likes Basuma anymore, rightfully so. Um, and I just think Newcastle, Callum Wilson can just score goals, isn't it? Like they can be doing absolutely nothing the entire game, and he'll yeah. still just somehow go and get a goal. So True. I could just see them scoring. And I'm going to say it's a one all, a boring one all draw for two boring teams. Um, but yeah, that is it, guys. That's it for this sort of a little bit. Well, yeah, a bit, bit longer. About an hour, about an hour and forty minutes, I'd say altogether. Yeah, this just podcast. Under, think, old yeah. school um, podcast. Yeah, I'll uh, so. before we go, I will, uh, I will apologise to the fans for the up and down sort of the 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 weird amalgamation of what this podcast has become of previews and re and reviews and all that kind of stuff. Just for this week, while it's been a bit hectic for everyone here, but we will be back next week with um, Tuesday and Thursday again streams for you guys as usual on twitch with them then coming out on wednesday and saturday uh for people on spotify youtube all that please goodness. send all of your complaints to tfl um travel yes, for london because yes, it's, uh, it's their fault or mark or mark uh, yeah, actually or mark, mark, yeah. Mark. speaking mark. of mark he's not at work this week and he's not even on the podcast so we kick him out i think it's probably about time it's about got, time it's the right thing H to do uh i didn't realize he was ever actually Officially part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll run out out what we were doing it and turned up. 
I think yeah. we'll run a poll on our Instagram see if we should boot Mark or not. Uh, should we boot Mark yeah. or not? We've spoken a lot about him on the podcast, and he's not mentioned anything to any of us, so I don't think he actually listens either. I don't either. even know if he's watching either. No, no, that is outrageous. I heard it through the grapevine. He actually downvotes videos. Oh, um, goodness. I don't know if that's true or not. Obviously, no smoke uh, without fire. Allegedly. But I've just... I've heard no, that. I mean, no smoke without fire. No smoke without fire. I mean, you know, that's how it goes. But uh, yeah, no. Um, Mark, well, we'll know if Mark listens because you'll definitely have something to say about this if he Ooh. is. Uh, if someone downvotes this video, you know who yeah, it was. Yeah, we know who it is. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh, right. God. Right. Right. Bye, everyone. You know what the drill is. You have to like, subscribe, hit notification bells, follow, whatever it is. You know where it is. Instagram, Facebook, all social medias, basically. We're on... Right um, there. Yeah, it's all above us. I know I'm going through it again, as always, but it's right above us. Mm-hmm. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Twitch. Hit, you know, follow us on everything, because why not? Leave comments, email us, whatever you want. I don't, I, we don't put our email out, but email us. <laughs> um, and yeah, we'll see you soon. Mo Farah signs for your head tops. And I will see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.